There's one thing holding you back from greatness, and I wanna tell you what it is in this video. So if you're looking for a little bit of a pump me up, inspirational pep talk, this is it. Welcome to The Healthpreneur Show. My name is Uriel Kim. If you're a health practitioner or a coach looking to build a successful virtual health practice that allows you to help more people, make a lot more money, and enjoy a greater quality of life in the process, then this is the podcast for you to listen to. Let's dive in. Hey, what's going on? Uriel Kim here, CEO and founder of Healthpreneur. We help health professionals get clients and scale their businesses online. And I want to share something from this book called Mind Floss. It's a great book. If you haven't read it, grab it on Amazon or you can go to mindflossbook.com, which will take you to Amazon and you can buy it for a whopping 99 cents. I want to share one of the chapters in this book with you, and it has everything to do with the one thing holding you back from greatness in your life, right? So success in business, success in relationships, success being um, however you define it. I'm not just talking about like monetary success, but everything you want. And I want to share this. um, I'll just share this from, I'll share a story with you from a, a business perspective as it pertains to business growth. So for the longest time in my first business, so from 2006 to 2009, I struggled pretty substantially, poverty line income, uh, just spinning my wheels, had no idea what I was doing. And then I got a, got some traction. 2010, 2011, we started to really take off. And around that time, I had a very small uh, thinking process. We'll put it that way. I was still dealing with an accountant who did things kind of under the table in his basement. Um, you know, like, not that it was like uh, shady stuff, but, you know, instead of like actually hiring a real accountant, you know, stuff like that. He was a real accountant, but whatever. <laughs> Anyways, I was just limited in my thinking. And and one of the things that held me back for the longest time was, well, if I grow this thing too big, I'm gonna have to pay more in taxes. I'm gonna have more headaches. I'm gonna have more complexity. And that was, that was a thought process that held me back for quite some time. And it didn't serve me in the slightest because I was 100% focused on me and the fact that I didn't know something yet. It took me a while to really come to terms with the fact that, hey, Yuri, like, if you make more money in your business, uh, you'll probably pay more taxes, which is fine. But there are ways where you can structure things corporately to minimize that. And it's, you know, would you would you rather pay, you know, this amount on this, or would you rather pay a little bit bigger amount on a much bigger amount, right? And so it took me some time to really get through that. And I'm like, this, why am I being held back by this? And this is the same, I'm sure you can relate in some aspect of your life, right? Where there's, you know, you have the fear of success and then there's the fear of failure. And the one thing that's gonna hold you back from greatness in life is fear, okay? But I want you to understand that fear is a story about a future event that hasn't happened based on a previous experience. Let me repeat that. Fear is a story about a future event that hasn't happened yet based on previous experience. So why would I think that me paying more tax would be an issue in the future. Well, something in the past, maybe I heard it somewhere, saw it somewhere, read it somewhere, told me that, hey, when you make more money, you pay more tax, right? So that was a a previous experience that informed a false future based on a limited amount of information that I had about that topic. Fear is the number one thing that is gonna hold your clients back from working with you. Right? You have a conversation with them. They're like, man, I really want to do this. But what if this doesn't work out? What if, what if, what if? Well, what if you did this? Right? What's the possibility there? What if you didn't do this? How do you suffer? How do you continue suffering? A lot of people live in the world of what if, which is what if this doesn't work out? 
right? What if shit hits the fan? What if I fail? What if I succeed? And it's not a very empowering conversation because if you can learn how to move through fear, then you essentially allow yourself to accomplish anything you want in life. And I think fear is one of those things where it's always there. Like we're not saying fear goes away. It's it's okay to, to have fear, um, but it's what you do with that fear. My uh, great friend and, and mentor, Dan Sullivan from Strategic Coach, has a famous quote where he says, fear is wetting your pants. Courage is what you do with wet pants. Um, I, I haven't shared this that much recently, but uh, I got into health because I lost my hair when I was 17 to an autoimmune condition. Got me into health, got into school, nutrition, kinesiology, all that kind of stuff. Learned how to improve things, and I regrew my hair in my mid-20s. Now, obviously, I don't have any hair. You're like, what's going on? A number of years ago, when I was like 32, I think, I took my son to the doctor. He was just one or two at the time. And uh, just for a regular checkup, and while I was there, she's like, hey, why don't you get a tetanus booster? Big mistake. Uh, for those of you with autoimmune conditions, you know, not the best thing. I didn't even question her. So I'm like, yeah, sure, whatever. Two weeks later, all my hair fell out. Again, at that time, I built a pretty substantial health business and, you know, had a big following on YouTube. And I was, I was really afraid. I was like, shit, what are people going to think of me now that I've lost my hair again? Here's this like health expert who looks like he's going through chemo. That's, that's what I thought. And so what I did is I got my wife to buy makeup at the local grocery drugstore, whatever, and I painted on my eyebrows every single day for two years. Every single day for two years. And if you've seen any, like any of my videos on my other channel, you'll see some videos that like I've got eyebrows that look weird one day, they look different the next day. I mean, it was just it was like a like a friggin' circus act. And I did that for two years. I didn't want to sweat in my workouts because it might run off. I didn't want to go swimming with my kids because the water might wash it off. It was exhausting. And I did all of that because I was afraid. And I didn't have the courage to be like, you know what? Who gives a shit? Who cares what people think? It took me two years to come to terms with that. And eventually I said, you know what? Forget the makeup. Here's, this is who I am, right? So I understand like, you know, we all have fear. We all go through that. We all deal with our stuff. And the one thing I can say is like, Fear never helps. Sort of fear, it helps in the sense of it gives you a signal to do something. To It moves you into action or it can paralyze you. Fight or flight, right? Right now, my son Oscar, who's 10, is having a bit of an issue sleeping in his room, right? So he has the basement room, which is a beautiful room. But for some reason, like a month ago, he had one experience at night where he heard some rustling in the vents and now he thinks it's haunted or something. When we moved into this house, two months, no problem, nothing. And now getting him to sleep down there is like he's freaking out every night. It's crazy. So it's 100% in his head. And you know we're trying to work with him to help him have the courage to go through that. So his two younger brothers are sleeping downstairs with him so we can get more comfortable in the room and and I, and I told him, I'm like, hey buddy, like, listen, I understand you're afraid. I understand you don't want to sleep down here. But remember, you know, for two months, it was not an issue. What's changed? Nothing, right? We've done energetic work and there's no like black spirits or, you know, we've done, we've done all that stuff. We've cleared all that stuff. So it's 100% in his head. This book is sitting on his night table and I read it with him most nights. And I'm like, hey buddy, like I really want him to understand that 
this story of the room being scary is 100% fabricated in his mind. He's a very creative person, very active mind, like I am, like most creative entrepreneurs are. It's a beautiful thing, but it's also terrible if you can't control it. And that's what I feel is what's happening with him right now, is he's going through these physical movies, or these, um, these mental movies that are not supporting him. He's focused on the wrong things, and he's literally paralyzed, where he can't fall asleep. He's crying. He has to come upstairs and sleep in our room. And we're not here to, you know, we're not going to force him to do anything and make him feel bad about that. But the conversation I am having with him is about like, hey, buddy, this is an opportunity to face your fears. And he knows, like, I'm like, how do you overcome your fear? And he knows, like, he's like, you face it. I'm like, yeah, buddy, like, I understand. Like, it's uncomfortable. You might feel like you don't want to be here, but I promise you, you become a bigger, stronger version of Oscar if you can go through this. And we're here to help you, right? But you don't learn anything. You don't grow by constantly running away from the situation because you're never going to be able to deal with it. You have to face it. It's And it's hopefully he's learning this lesson. And it's the same with my son, Luca, right? He He's like, I'm like, hey, buddy, did you brush your teeth last night? He's like, no. And I was like, why? He's like, there's a spider in my bathroom. I'm like, really? Like this kind of spider or like this kind of spider? Obviously, we live in Toronto, so there's no like big spiders. So I go up to his bathroom and the spider's like right in the corner of the ceiling, 10 foot ceilings. I'm like, okay. So it's the conversation that I have with my clients all the time. The best way to dissolve fear is to logically break it down. So I talk with them, I'm like, okay, what is the likelihood that that little tiny thing in the corner up there, what's the probability that that thing is gonna come down and jump on you in the next two minutes while you're brushing your teeth? The probability is like 99% not gonna happen. So the likelihood of you being safe while you're brushing your teeth is probably pretty high, right? And what if, what would be the worst case scenario if somehow we got a little bit closer? Like really, like think about what would really happen to you? Is it poisonous? No. Is it gonna be like, if it fell on your skin, would it be weird? Sure, but like, would you die? No. So what I try to work through with my kids as well as my clients is helping them understand logically what's the probability, what's the worst case scenario, what's the best case scenario, and helping them logic their way through fear. The best way to beat fear obviously is to face it. How you face it is you use logic to work through that, right? So if you want to achieve, an ama- if you want to live an amazing life, like fear is always going to be there and fear changes as you increase you know, as you, as you play bigger games, right? New levels, new devils, as they say. Fear never goes away. It changes. But the fear that you have now is not going to be a fear you have next year, right? If you're growing. That fear is like the, the thing, objective thing is still there. The spider is still there. But you've grown into the person where that no longer bothers you. Like I used to be freaked out of spiders when I was a kid, when I was, you know, my teenagers. And I had to learn like successive approximation, which is a psychological term for moving slowly but surely closer to the thing that you want to get comfortable with. So if I'm afraid of that spider, the best thing I can do is in my mind, think about logically, okay, is this really going to hurt me? Probably not. In my mind, I can play a different movie where I'm this like big, strong guy and this little tiny spider is insignificant. I can, I can use all these mnemonics mentally to help me through that. Then I can move a couple steps closer. 
and a couple steps closer. And every single time I do that, huh, nothing bad is happening. Huh, I'm okay. So I've gotten to a point now in my life where I can handle spiders for the most part, no issues. And I'm not expecting my kids to do that right away, you know, but I want to help them through that process because I think if we can help, in my case, if I can help my kids understand how they can process and move through fear, I think they're going to live a better quality of life because, you know, it really saddens me how many people say they want a better life, right? Better business, whatever it is, but fear paralyzes them, right? They're 1000% paralyzed, right? Uh, I don't know if I can make like, so if we're talking with a prospective client about working with us, we're like, my God, like I would love to work with you, but like, you know, it's a good chunk of change. And I said, well, kind of, but not really. I mean, you know, if we have a client who's making 5 million bucks a month, do you think this is a lot of money for him? No. But remember when he started with us, he was negative $40,000 in the hole. Do you think that was a good investment for him? Yeah. So I'm not saying you're going to achieve that level of, of, of financial wealth, but I mean, what's the worst thing that's going to happen? You lose a bit of money right? Like, are you going to lose your house? You're going to be living on a cardboard box in the street? Probably not. What do you think the probability is of you losing this investment? Like if you show up and do the work, we're going to coach you every single day. You're going to be like, this guy, Yuri again is, is, oh my God, like enough. I have enough. Like I'm good. Like I don't need it. Like, no, no. Like we're going to be with you every single day. What do you think the likelihood of you failing is going to be? Assuming you do the work. It's probably pretty low. Why wouldn't this work? If for whatever reason you get paralyzed in terms of your mental like inaction, you don't do anything, you go a walk about, whatever, that's on you, right? So you got to figure that shit out. And I promise you some of that's going to happen in our work together because you're going to face your demons about how you show up in the world and, and how you deal with rejection and all sorts of stuff. But you're going to deal with that anyways if you want if you want to get to where you say you want to go. So Again, a lot of people come to us and they say they want help. But when push comes to shove, they just don't want, they want, they don't want it badly enough. And I'll finish with this. If fear is holding you back, hopefully this analogy makes sense. You're standing on the edge of a cliff right now, okay? In a canyon. And on the other side of the canyon is everything you want in life. The money, the fame, the impacts, the freedom, whatever's important to you, Okay. And right now you're like, I want that stuff, but I'm also like, I'm scared that I don't know if I can do it, right? Like, I don't know if this is the right decision, whatever the decision is. So I'm standing at the edge with you and right in front of us is this bridge. And this bridge is, you know, one of those Indiana Jones bridges, right? The the ropes, the wooden planks, it moves, right? It's not like a, it's not, it's not like the uh, the Golden Gate Bridge. And so I'm asking you, hey, Everything you want is on the other side of the bridge, okay? All I'm asking you to do is take my hand and let's walk this bridge together. I've done this hundreds of times, okay? I know which planks to step on. I know which ones to avoid. And the probability of you dying with my help is close to zero. If it's even helpful for you, I'll put a harness on you so if you fell over, we'd catch you, okay? So what do you do? Some people decide, all right, cool, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do this. I'm afraid, but I know it's the path I need to take because there's no helicopter coming to save me here. I have to cross the bridge. I've made a commitment. I have to use courage to cross the bridge. On the other side are the capabilities and confidence that I want. That's scenario number one. But 
there's a lot of people who are like, no, I can't, I can't, I can't, I, it's too scary for me. I can't do it. Okay, let me, let me just, let me change the scenario here. So you're here, you want to go over there, okay? But apparently that's not enough. So let me, let's just, let's change this. So now on the other side of the bridge are your kids. And your kids are in pain, they're suffering, and they're crying for you to help them. Now, are you going to cross the bridge? It's a hell effing yes. Why? Because the level of desire and must have, must need to do this is no longer in question. It's no longer about you. It's about I will do anything I need to to save my babies. And I use this analogy to share with you that if fear is in the way, then you simply don't want what you say you want badly enough. Period. Okay? That's it. Because if you are hell-bent on achieving what it is you want to achieve, you will plow through fear. You're like, no, this is going to be like, I'm going to you know, shit my pants. Like, there's no way. But if you want it badly enough, you will do whatever you need to do to get there. And that is the biggest problem I see in North America is people talking a big game, but they do nothing because they don't want it badly enough because life is okay, right? And that is a very, very sad place to live is okay. Got a roof over my head, got food on my table. It's not the end of the world. It's the end of the world. And you have to come to grips with that because there's nothing worse than living a life of mediocrity. And fear kills your dreams. Fear, on the other side of fear, is everything you want. The question is, are you willing to walk across the bridge? That's the question you have to answer. And if the answer is no, then you have to reevaluate what it is you say you want. Because if you're not willing to walk across the bridge, what you say you want is all talk. Okay? So there you go, guys. That is the one thing holding you back from greatness. It's fear. And on the other side of that fear really is really being clear about, do I really want this? And if you don't really want this, stop talking about the fact that you do. And if you do really want this, you got to figure out a way to get across the bridge. Because if you don't, you'll get to the end of your life filled with regrets. And that is not fun. So if this resonates with you, drop me a comment below, uh, subscribe to this video, and obviously grab a copy of Mind Floss if you want some more flossing of the mind to help you move through fear and live a great quality of life. All right, guys, thanks so much for your time. I'll see you in the next video. If you've enjoyed today's episode, be sure to subscribe to the Healthpreneur Show podcast. And while you're there, I'd really appreciate it if you left a five-star rating or review if you feel it merited that. At the same time, if you'd like to connect with me, the best place to do so is on Instagram. You can find me. I am at Health printer and be sure to tune in and subscribe to our youtube channel on youtube just search health printer and you'll find all of our great videos there as well that's all for today i appreciate your time and your attention keep doing the meaningful work that you are doing and i look forward to seeing you in the next episode